Hello, everyone. How you doing? Happy Wednesday evening. Sorry for the late podcast. Um, some stuff came up, and I had to edit a few things. Not like the one on Sunday, but hey, man, it's coming out. It's here. It's still still on a Wednesday. I was about to sing that song going up on a Tuesday, but that's about Tuesday, not a Wednesday. But anyway, we got Francis Ellis today returning. Great conversation. I have a real good time with him. Always love talking to him. We had a we had a fun time. We had to do it over Zoom. I'm trying not to do these Zoom shows, but it's really hard during the pandemic, and I completely understand why people are staying at home, especially right now. But uh, there's a couple times where it cuts out, you know, a normal Zoom BS anyway, but I still think it's a good show. I enjoyed it a lot. Had a lot of fun with Francis. And then just like last episode, uh, right around an hour five, he realizes he has to go immediately, and then we end. So it's a... A nice little quick hour and what is it? And is it even an hour? It's an hour and it's an hour and five. Wow, great! A nice little, nice little ninety-five. Wait, no, that's that bad math. A nice little 60, 65 minutes. Oh man! Thank God I don't have to do anything with math. Or anything important to save the country with numbers or else um, we'd be screwed. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you for all the new reviews. Keep them coming. I love seeing them. It feels good. Shout out to all the day one listeners. Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the people coming just for Francis. Hey, take a seat. Take your shoes off. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Okay? And tell a friend too. Because you're going to, hey, you're going to love it here. All right? And if my, if my voice sounded better, I would do the men's warehouse. You're going to like the way you look thing. But this show isn't about fashion anyway. Okay, guys, without further ado, hear the words you love to hear. Please welcome Mr. Francis Ellis. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? We are all psychos. Are you a reader? Do you I, I got more into it uh, towards the end of the pandemic, I will say. I was, re- I, I was reading one book for so long that I'm the kind of guy that when I read a book, I, I like have to finish it because I'll feel like a failure if I don't. You know, a lot of people pick up books and they put them down, but I was reading that book, The Seven Habits of Highway, the Stephen Covey book. And I just, as soon as I got into it, I was like, it's, it's dense as fuck. And I had to finish it. And I was trying so hard because, you know, you're also like, how do I be more productive? How do I increase my, how do I fully optimize? And I think there's a lot, there's a lot of helpful things in that book, but Jesus, it takes a, a while to get through it and finish. You know, it's amazing how successful the self-help books are. I think about it all the time. You know, those guys, there's a guy who makes a killing where, you know, the obstacle is the way is the one, the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people send me these books all the time. Like to read. They send them to me like strangers will just mail them to me because they think that I need help. Um, because of stuff they hear. It's like their way of intervening and and, and rescuing me from myself. I care about you, Francis. Let me help. But here's the problem, Dylan. It's all so theoretical. And unless you're willing to read those books with, you know, a a pen and to really annotate it and and like take notes, yeah, messages that you'll take with you to try to employ throughout the day, it all blends together. It's like it really oh, does. It's fucking homework, dude. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I, to your point, I can't read a book unless I love it, and I want my reading to be relaxing in the same way that I want my TV watching yes. to be relaxing. Which is why I only want to read books that I love. So I mostly read novels, and I'll I'll read some good, you know, historical fiction uh, or nonfiction. Fiction. Yeah. It's, if it's really interesting to me, uh, but but I, I can't I can't really I can't fucking handle the, the 
I I like to read something that makes me feel stimulated or like that it's helpful. Like a lot of times, uh, if I don't feel like I'm going to use what I'm reading in life, sometimes it's hard for me to read it. Unless, of course, it's a novel. Like at night before I go to sleep, I like to read some kind of science, like science fiction because it uh, apparently is helpful for sleep if you read something before you go to bed. Uh, I also heard this quote by a guy that I, that I really liked where he was like, a guy who doesn't read only lives one life and someone who reads can live a thousand because of all that. And I was like, okay, that's a, that's a good enough for me. I, I, I do kind of, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll read some novels, but the self-help stuff you got. Yeah. I, I think the best way to do it is to, if you're going to read them, cause there are helpful ones. Uh, yeah. uh, Stephen Covey's did come give, did give me some takeaways that I enjoyed. One of the biggest ones I think was the, um, the idea of, your circle of influence, meaning like, you know, what can, a lot of times we're focused on things that we can't directly change. You know, why don't, why am I not uh, more famous? But a lot of these things that they don't have, you're not in direct control of them. So instead of focusing on those things that frustrate you, if you focus on things that you can actually control, it'll at least lead to less frustration. So I was like, okay, that's a good takeaway. Let me remind myself of that. But you do have to either write notes or refer back to it. It, it it can be tiring. And also, I think maybe as comics, nihilists or whatever, some of the self-help like, I am king, tell myself that I'm beautiful every day and I can do everything. We go, I mean, yeah, but fuck off. Like, you know, we can't some days. And some days I'm a piece of shit and I slept in till 11 a.m. and I can't do anything. I'm already behind by four hours, you know? Yeah, exactly. It- I, I agree with that. And for me, you know, what's more helpful is the uh, the Marie Kondo stuff. Oh, I haven't read that, or I haven't watched it. She's the she's the. I know who she is. Yeah, she's the up or like the, the yeah the subtle art of tidying up something like that. Yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. And those those messages are so impactful. But that that's like straight up bullet points on how you can organize your life. And, and I, I thought, I think that's a, a much more, you know, employable strategy based thing. You could put into a, into practice. How, how have you watched a lot of Marie Kondo? No, I, no. I don't. Want <laughs> Someone will tell me like one sentence about what she said. And I'll be like, that actually makes sense. Isn't you know? it great that when someone recommends someone, you can hear two bullet points of it and then immediately go, you should really check out this girl, Marie Kondo. She, yeah. I love her. And they go, Oh yeah. But, but, but I would never say I'm a huge subscriber. I know. I, oh, I know. I'm, I'm just, I do the exact same thing. I'm yeah. completely aware. Yeah. But, but yeah, hey, I mean, I want to ask you about your, I want to ask you about your dating life. Let's hear it. What's happening? Um, well, first part of quarantine, pretty, pretty shitty. It was a lot of, whoa, what just happened? Oh, I just, sorry, my, my screen just completely went blank. First part of quarantine, uh, not great. Uh, a lot of sexting, dude. A lot, a lot of sexting, which I'm, I'm sure you didn't experience because you uh, have a, a lovely girlfriend. Yeah, correct. Still girlfriend. Wait, I don't know if she's fiance. Are you, are you, you're sexting with people, but you've never met them? Is that a thing? Never met them, dude. Whoa. So you, are you exchanging pictures with each other? That's right. That is so fun. Good for oh, you. it's a lot of it's, uh, it's scary and exciting. Yeah, because some of the people I'm like. You might not be real, but hey, fuck it. I'm not Army Hammer, you know? At least I'm not him. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. So so I, I've heard of, I heard about that Army Hammer. We'll, t- we'll talk about that, yeah. Did you get on FaceTime with these people? A couple, yes. So Girls Got to Eat hooked me up with one that was a big FaceTimer. She, me and her did some fun stuff on FaceTime. I will admit we, okay. I haven't talked about this. <laughs> I <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I live vicariously through you jerking off. You got it. You got it. You got. It. I have some friends that are like, you know, they're in long term and they're just like, dude, let me hear it. So yeah, yeah. So this girl, 
we were having we were having fun on FaceTime. Uh, I, as a man, is want to do finished first. Okay, she wanted to keep going, and I was like, I want to take a shower. So she was like, bring the camera into the shower, and then I'll keep going. And so then I basically FaceTime someone while I showered, and they were. Yeah, it was. I only did it once, but I was like, that, "That's the thing about me, dude." Is I'm like, I'll always do it once. Uh-huh. That's uh huh. Cool. And it's also someone that I mean, I wouldn't do that with someone I just met. This is a girl that I was like, she's not gonna do anything shady. Yeah. And yeah. most people don't realize it's pretty obvious when you screenshot something on Facetime because uh, a big flash goes off. Right. Right. You know. So let me pause you for a second, though, because this is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, and I think this is true of a lot of guys, when I'm pleasuring myself to uh-huh. pornography, yeah, and then I finish, the second I finish, disgusted, I'm I have to exit everything. I can't I can't leave it on the screen. I can't even fathom. It's almost it. like you just disassociated from that person. And he's gone. Yes. Right. Oh, I so, know. For you to be all over yourself and then get it <laughs> and then and and then still have to somehow like be sexy and maybe maybe you were still turned on but like I, I was not okay yeah just just so to have to care how long how long did this girl continue to go I think five ten minutes maybe that's just that is <laughs> that is an that's ages ages of ages it is ages you know you can't you can't shower the way you want to which is like disgusting uh, yeah yeah yeah. the right you can't use uh, head and shoulders you can't really get clean can't get in your asshole you can't be you can't be scrubbing the ass crack yeah no you can't you can't but because it's the first time the excitement of this being new overpowered the i want to get away from this and also I had a task. I was like, I need to shower. I'm not going to focus on this girl. This woman, by the way, she's over 30. So she's a woman. Uh, I I just washed. She seemed to be having a good time. And then I was like, I'm going to go finish up. And she said, okay. You know, I see. I see. So uh, did you talk to her while you were in the shower? I might have said a few things. Yeah. You were spurring her on. You I might have like, egged her on. I definitely egged her on. I encouraged her. I you said, can you, know? you can do this. <laughs> yeah, you can oh, do this. Oh. I believe in you. Keep great form. I said, great form. You're doing great. You know, maybe, maybe, because uh, it seems to me, women, they, they, they like a narrative. They want to imagine what would happen. You know, guys, right. we're much more, you know, much more, much more just visual. We need like, to see what are you it. Doing? Yeah. What are you exactly. doing? Right what are you now? doing? Let me see it. I don't care what you would do if you were here. I just want to see it. That's Great it. Point. Whereas Great the girl, she wants to imagine what would you do? How would you do it? Expl- like they, they want much more description. You know, I, I've noticed that, especially in sexting, they want, they want the buildup. You know, if you're yeah, sexting you a girl. You want to be like the marrow of it here. This is really the good stuff. Exactly. This is the good stuff. You want to be, you don't want to just say, oh, if I was there, I would do this. You want to be like, I would love to be getting dinner with you. And then you walk to the bathroom and you give me a look. I text you that I walk in, I go to the stall next to you. I say something, then I walk in slow. And then you go, they want to, they want to feel like they're there, dude. It's, you got to really paint the picture. Yeah, they're good at at, at feeding off of an imagination that's that's being conjured in the moment. In the moment. And that's crazy to me. But I think it also speaks to uh, the fantasy land that Mm -hmm. women occupy, which I I have a hard time being in. My girlfriend will routinely Mm -hmm. recount vivid details of dreams that she had you know, later in the day, like many hours after we've woken up, I don't remember any of my dreams, none whatsoever. Never. And so I do think that there is some kind of strange disconnect there. I wonder what that's all about. Yeah. I think I've, I've heard also just from women in general that they like to picture themselves there. Dude, I've had girls tell me that they had a fantasy about someone and that's all they used. 
they didn't even need to think, they didn't even need to see anything. They just thought about what would happen. You know, wow. I had a girl, I mean, this is extreme, but she told me that she wants, I don't think a guy could ever do this. She once masturbated to the idea of getting a Grammy, which I mean, bravo to her for how narcissistic she is, but also that's impressive, you yeah, know? That's that's really um, blending your <laughs> professional dreams. And your sexual. Yeah. 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 But so that was good. And then once I got back to New York, uh, there was a lot of going to Central Park, dating that way. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple FaceTime dates. Not a big fan of FaceTime dates. They're not, they're not great. Um, it's like weirdly intimate and at the same time, not. And then now I'm just, if I think someone's cool and I talk to them a little bit, I'll go meet them for drinks. But where are you meeting them for drinks? Anywhere outdoors at like a place that still has an outdoor bar with some kind of heaters. You're bundling up and, and, you know, sitting under maybe a heat lamp or something like that. Exactly. Bundle up, sit under the heat lamp. Or, is, is can it be freezing or do you you try to find nights where the weather's a little bit more mild i'd say 40 and above is okay yeah. if it's yeah. under 35 or if it's under 40 38 it's it's getting cold and then you know you can be you can say hey it's a little cold maybe we just go to one of the others and we just hang out there and we you know right right but but neither of you are worried then about having a sort of a stranger come into your home with, with COVID? Mm, I think so. Well, sometimes they've been like, when's the last time were you tested? And yeah. so if you're, if I'm dating, I haven't been dating a lot the past three months because I was seeing one girl, um, which is no longer happening anymore. But now it's like you get a COVID test. You say, Hey, I, I tested, I, I tried out. You, you, you do the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't, I don't begrudge you. I'm not, I'm not judging at all. Yeah. I'm just fascinated by how people are navigating. And, and this comparison was made a long time by lots of people, but like how, how the COVID and where have you been? And when did you get tested? Question is as, is as common, if not more common, of course, than, than the same question applying to STDs. And the S- COVID is even more because there's no shame involved in COVID, whereas there's shame in the STD. People, people feel no fear asking you about COVID, whereas the, yeah. the STD test, they still feel kind of... I think the STD test, for me, the most has been... Um, if it seems that we're going to stop using protection, I'll be like, all right, we got you know, we to we gotta discuss this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, when's the last time you were single in New York? Oof, probably two and a half years ago. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember, but uh, people were before the pandemic. People were pretty oh, lax. Dylan, I remember. <laughs> I remember everything. Yeah, you think here's the very thing. hard to remember. You think you miss it, buddy? You think you miss it? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's not what I mean. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I just cling to you, these. No, you have the memories. That's the best part about the single memories is because you know what? All those memories are better than they actually were. Of course. You, the of highlights. Course. It's the highlight reel of your single life. Yes. 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 Which is yeah. great to have. But what, what were you going to say? You, I, if I, I don't know. You said I don't know if you remember. Oh, but... uh, before pandemic, people were pretty lax about just protection in general. <laughs> like, Has that changed? Uh no, right now no, people are are pretty, uh, I'd say pretty serious or or cautious about it. Would you but say that they're more serious now than they were? I would say overall people are are more serious in general about being safe, and I think uh, that bleeds over into the um, sexual wellness as well. I think people are more worried about getting COVID. However, because of that, I, I think this pandemic has made people just a little bit more scared of germs in general. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, uh, let me protect all holes, all orifices yeah. as much as I can. Interesting. You know, you know it, it, they, there's been a lot of talk about how we are standing on the precipice uh, on the, at the, this is the dawn of a, of a new age of sexual freedom and, mm-hmm. and wild you know, orgies and, and a, a new roaring twenties that will 
be led by the by the the young twenty year olds, the kid, the college kids who kind of had a year or two ripped away from their most most fun partying years. Yes. And, and that the younger generation is going to kind of just go nuts um, mm-hmm. on each other as soon as as soon as they can. Um, are you anticipating that? Are you going to participate in that? Well, I, that's the question, Francis. Is is am I allowed to? Yeah. Am, am I allowed to participate if the younger generation? Because I don't want to be the thirty-two year old that the, ah, the yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Dude, you're you're totally under the under the age. You know, there's age, no yes. It's just, it's just if you're single or not. I think I will be most likely. Yeah. <laughs> based on where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for, not going to say that I couldn't meet a girl that would uh, change my mind, but right now it just seems that that's not really in, um, that's not really in the cards is mm-hmm. something really serious. I've been trying COVID made me try a little bit more and reconsider. And it still just seems right now that that ain't in the cards. So I probably will be part of the roaring twenties and guess what? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Let me uh, I, go back because I, I was fascinated by what you were saying. So you were saying that um, you're going to take advantage of it. And dude, you know what? You, you, you've earned it. I think by, by struggling through anyone who didn't have the comfort of a significant other or a partner, you know, mm-hmm. through this and had to endure lots of like lonely nights or nights where you wish you had someone. the payoff to that or on the other side, going to be completely unencumbered and, and allowed to sow your wild oats, however you exactly. want. And I think it'll be, you know, we've never had our roaring 20s. So right. now we get to try it out. Uh, have a, I think not, I'm not even, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not even really thinking that much about dating when it goes down because I think it'll be good. I think, I think it'll be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll see what happens in New York. That's all great. I think... I want to see how this is going to change comedy because I I've heard a couple of comedians say they think there might be a return to goofier, less heady comedy after this um, pandemic, Jim Carrey style, kind of absurdist stuff. We'll see. I'm unsure, but I mean, uh, even if you look at uh, like TikTok and the, the stuff that does really well there, a lot of it is very fucking stupid and yeah. absurd. In a yeah. good and bad way, right? No, I, 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 I haven't, I haven't heard that. It's interesting. I haven't heard anything about goofiness. I thought you were going to say a return to people being a little less sensitive. Um, that too, and letting things fly uh, a little more. But I, it's so funny. What, what do you think would make people feel that way? Because I, I was talking to a friend about this. I. I think the past year we've seen more um, I'd say critical junctures, flashpoints, acts of violence, almost that like the past year has given us a lot to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the past four years for sure. But 2020, you know, our kids one day are going to have a test where they have to list different dates of things that happened it just in 2020 yeah just yeah. when they study the history of america and the knots and the teens 2020 is going to be it's going to have a paragraph of stuff mm-hmm. it's going to have pandemic i mean all the shit that happened before the pandemic um mossadegh or not most um Soleimani, the fires in australia and then you have the russia investigation then you have george floyd then you have surges, then you have the election, the fraud, and then you have the capital on Twitter. Like there's so many events and there's more I'm probably forgetting that I yeah. think people are kind of, they want to maybe not think about anything and just be, just laugh about stupid everyday stuff that yeah. makes them goes, uh, makes them go, oh, I, uh, this is nice. I don't have to think. I, I don't have to get a take because everyone's so triggered now by um, both sides being so divided and the, the divisiveness in the country. They're like, look, can we just laugh at someone falling down? Can we laugh at like that kind of stuff or just yeah. absurdist things? I think especially maybe millennials and who knows about Gen Z, they seem to be 
I don't even know. Uh, good and bad. They, uh, I think millennials are going to be like, I need, we need a break, dude. Seriously. Everyone yeah. says that. We, I think we do. But right. who knows? <laughs> Seriously. That's fun. I like the sound of that. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. I like Goofy. I like Goofy for sure. Because if you think about it, the, you know, the past 10 years have been more and more uh, introspective comedy to a certain degree or trying to make a political point or some kind of social point about it. And not that that will stop. There still will be the greats of it. There'll still be the Chappelle's uh, people making stuff like that. But I, I think people will welcome those alternative uh, less important mm-hmm. forms of comedy. Lower stakes. Uh, lower stakes. I don't want to call it um, lower brow because I think that is a negative connotation, but low brow in the sense of, you know, Sandler, Carrie, that kind of dumb stuff, but done well, not done. Because those, like, uh, S- Sandler was good, and then for whatever reason, I don't know what the fuck happened, but it's like, they, did you watch that, that uh, Halloween movie he came out with Kirby or whatever it's called no I mean in the first five minutes I went yeah they've gone too far with this I already I knew that whatever baseline they were trying to set was over the top and too much and I was upset because I you know I love Adam Sandler I want him to but for whatever reason it's like they feel the need to make stuff unbelievable in how absurd it is you know Hmm. yeah i I don't i haven't seen um the movie you know i think uh i do think that like sandler maybe maybe bought into your point a little bit of of just saying like i want to be providing accessible comedy to as many people as possible like i don't need you i don't want people to and who knows but like maybe you know maybe he said like i don't want people to need to be a democrat to think i'm funny or need Republican to think I'm funny or need to be smart or need to be whatever old um you know he's appealing to a very broad swath of people including people in all kinds of different countries his material his movies are streamed in Brazil he's a megastar in Brazil really yeah he's huge in Brazil He's huge, I think, in Korea. He's like, you know, and a lot of those, they're all watching his movies either dubbed or with subtitles. And, you know, you can't exactly watch uh, Bill Maher dubbed or I don't think... I don't think it translates. I mean, it's hard enough to watch him undubbed, you know? Yeah. So like, let's say say John, John Oliver is a good over. Yes. Right. You can't, you got to speak English really well and really quickly to follow what he is saying. How funny it is. Um, Even Andrew Schultz, like is another example where like I, I watch his, I watch his stuff that he, the Netflix specials he did and so fast, good, but like, it's i gotta be i can't be stoned to watch you it you have to be fully watching you yeah, almost have to I watch gotta, it a couple times anyone around i have to be like this is you know i'm in here because it's so it's so dense and so and so good um i've also found that i don't know about you if you i definitely smoked more weed once the pandemic started and, and, and I think most people did, but <laughs> more weed, more edibles, edibles are a yep. fun one. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I found, uh, yeah, eating them all just like night and day. Oh, did I, I didn't tell you, um, for the election, I, I went to go see Raina. Uh, she had a couple people over. I said, hi, I yeah. watched a little bit of the election. Um, I took uh, a double dose of edibles Nice. Uh, thinking that it wasn't that strong uh, and uh right as it looked like trump was gonna win i started peeking and mm-hmm. i was like i have to leave and so i just went home to see my brother and just laid on the cat like it was you know when you eat something and then when or if you take everyone's taken too many edibles and it's when you eat it and you feel yourself going up on the roller coaster mm-hmm. and you think you've reached the top and it dips and then it goes, no, 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 there's another. And you go, Oh, I have, I have made a mistake. That is, <laughs> that's exactly what happened to me in real time. Uh-huh. And I, 
I was with Andrew Collins was watching me or Andrew Collins was watching me and he goes, I mean, the amount of cured meats that you just ate. <laughs> I ate so much salami, soppressata, like pepperoni. And he was like, you were shoving it into your mouth. And that's when I knew that it was it was too much. It, it was too much. Oh, you just went for the charcuterie. I destroyed her charcuterie board because no one was yeah. fucking eating it because there are all people there who like to pretend that they don't like to eat. And mm-hmm. so I said, well, I'm eating this. And I took home some of it because she's like, no one's going to eat it. <laughs> that's how high I was. Charcuterie. I took home charcuterie. <laughs> I took home charcuterie. I took home goat cheese. You took home not even like an appetizer, but just a cured decorative meat. food. You decorative food. I took home food that most people would go, it's okay to not be eaten. And I said, no, 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 no. The Italian in me will not allow this to not be eaten. Sitting out on a board. Room Didn't care. <laughs> I brought it all home. I salted it more. And then I just ate it for the rest. Of the, I ate it the rest of the night. It was, it, it was quite a time. Dude, I got to tell you, you know, it's funny. I, um, I'm not a huge charcuterie guy. I, I'll have a little tiny bit, but that is something that like, I don't have a hard time mm-hmm. uh, eating, eating uh, in moderation. And I think part of it is, um, you know, that scene in the Wolf of Wall Street where Jonah Hill, they're, they're really falling apart on the Quaaludes. Yes. Yes. And Jonah Hill starts eating uh, like some kind of cured meat or mm-hmm. It, whatever and he starts choking on it oh and, and and then leo has to like do cocaine in order to perform the heimlich on him and he, oh yeah it's such a great scene but that scene always freaked me out a little bit like foods that i then i think i could choke on and for some reason uh i've choked on a lot of foods <laughs> I, uh, I'm not even lying. I, I have a problem. I'm like a dog. I sometimes chew not enough. I chew slower than I sh- way too slow. And I just swallow it. I go, oh, it should be good. I cannot tell you how many times I have stood over the sink. That's right over there alone, trying to get something out of my mouth, thinking I might die right now. <laughs> you gotta be careful, man. I know. You gotta slow down, you know, and and make sure you've got a, a water handy when you're eating. See, but the problem is sometimes it gets caught. You drink the water, the water doesn't push it down, and then you have water caught here. Dude, oh, you've never had that? You're telling me that you. <laughs> Follow bites that are so big and so unchewed that they literally clog your throat. Nothing liquid can't like a bath drain. You have bites of food that are just <laughs> wedged. If you eat a lot of rice, sometimes it gets. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> you know how much rice. Pieces of rice are small. It should fall. Not like when snow you get, take a big, a big mouthful and you just try to swallow it, or sometimes some, some really thick sourdough bread that's got a hard crust. It I just see that. it soaks the water that. up. I've had it with meat. I've had it with some ground beef. Yeah, right? yeah. I just Steak tried to, the classic one. Steak yeah. would be the one that I would say is the most risky. Oh, dried mango. I almost died eating dried mango. Oh, geez, man. Gee, it's, I get excited, man. I want it. So, I want it so bad in my stomach that I just go, I'll figure it out. I, I'm overconfident about the size of my throat, which I think is a thing that probably not a lot of straight men have ever said in their life, but I'm one of them. And I'm going to say it. I'm overconfident about the size of uh, the canal going down to my stomach. Okay. All right. But here's, here's my question for you. Yes. You said something interesting there, which was that you said you want it in your stomach so bad. Mm-hmm. So the joy of eating for you yes. is not so much the taste of it in your mouth, mm-hmm. but it's the feeling of the Tetris blocks of food settling into your stomach. Yeah. Well, it's as it's like, I get it in my mouth. It's great. And I see more on the plate. And I want, I want more of that. Even though it's in my mouth, I go, but that's uneaten because the, the, <laughs> the, best, the best food hasn't been put in your mouth yet. 
Okay, once it's in your mouth, the saliva, all the stuff is on it. That's the, fresh. The fresh food is the one that you want the most. So yeah, that's Dump that in there, take a bite, and then you go, oh, I'm telling you, I'm a dog. And you go, oh my God, more food. And then you, you get that food as well until you're finished with your plate. And I'm an animal, dude. That is really a, funny, a, man. A complete animal. Well, you know, I've had, I've had big friends my whole life. You're a big guy. Yeah. Um, big, big guys tend to eat differently. For sure. You, you strike me as someone who eats very fast. Uh, very fast. A lot of times I'll be at dinner and uh, I'll get a sandwich. Someone else will. I will be done with the full sandwich before someone is done with half of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I know people like you and, mm -hmm. you know, it's just kind of your pace. It's My not, pace. you're not even, that's your pace. That's what you said. It's like when some people go for a jog and they, they just jog at, at six minute mm -hmm. mile pace for some reason. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, nobody yeah. should run fast. Nobody should eat that fast, but you it's my internal you, clock my metronome is going faster you know how a lot of times uh some people like slower music they like to walk slower they talk slower that their internal metronome is slower mine is about 150 bpm okay that that's what mine is i think that's why i like more electronic music uh and when i eat i swear to god and when i eat dude it's I, uh, growing up, I remember my my mom, my family would always be like, "No one's stealing the food. You're okay. You can yeah. calm down." But it's uh, but everyone on my dad's side is like this. All the Italians, all the Paladinos, the food is put in front of them. They don't talk, and they just start they just start eating. And it's like we're so excited yeah. to be fed because the thing with me is that I'm almost always hungry. So if you put food in front of me, I'm gonna eat it. And I'm going to eat it fast and I'm not going to talk to you. There are times where my stepmom has gone, has gone while I'm eating. She's like, where is it all going? Because I'm just eating pancakes and eggs and, and it's, it's, I don't know either, but it's just, yeah. I gotta, it's, it's a, it is a tall guy thing though, for sure. You get it. You and you want to, well, you have that like sort of swimmer's body too, that like the broad shoulders and yeah. the, you could just put it away. Um, do you make an effort when you're on a date with a girl, uh, let's call it a dinner date mm -hmm. to change your pace? Yeah, I'll slow down. I'll definitely slow down. Um, however, I mean, when, when, when you dated, what was your, what, what was your mindset? What was your, your strategy? Did you go in and try to say, uh, I'm going to tamp down this side of myself or did you come in full Francis? Because recently for me, I've decided to just go in full Dylan and if they don't like it, I can just go on to the next one. Yeah. I think that that comes with age. I think okay. that, uh, you know, you, you get to a point where you're like, there's no reason to hold back on who I am because I don't, I have less time to, to, fuck around exactly know? okay um but when i was cause so when i was single yeah i would i wouldn't i wouldn't reveal my my whole self psychosis on right. on the first you know look i hate to say it Go i remember it. being single usually the, the mentality was like let's try to see how our our sexual chemistry is yeah before we commit to for sure uh to really helping each other and getting to know each other yes 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 and um because if if one if if that was a non-starter then it's like well there's no point in it's not gonna happen telling her how i feel about my dad you know what i mean like it's like why well we're not even gonna uncouple it's we're not gonna there's no, there's no Look, reason. If, if I don't want to fuck you, I don't care about your parents. Okay. So it's like, what are you going to? Yeah. Cause it's so much work. It's so much work to start fixing each other. Mm -hmm. um, that if you, if you go down that road and then you find out that you, you don't like her riding style or she doesn't like your equipment, 
uh, you've, you've wasted, you've wasted that, that difficult bonding process. So I don't know. I, I think I recall in my singlehood, not really thinking too much about, um, being, being, you know, totally transparent with who I was mm-hmm. and letting it fly. I think, I think the first, you know, those first three dates are always a pretty kind of a bullshit job interview. Uh, yeah. Let's see if we can at least get the job uh, without any kind of commitment to see if I even like my desk. Cause I don't like my desk. I might not be staying at the job if they don't have a good stapler. Okay. If the monitor size isn't, <laughs> they don't have good benefits. Uh <laughs> I'm not <laughs> exactly what are, what are the references? Well, you said something interesting. You said, um, you know, you talked about your equipment and then you said that you don't like their writing style, which is interesting to me. Are you aware of the writing style of women that you were with before? Because personally to me, the writing style has never been at the top of my mind. Cause are I, you saying, are you saying writing style? Writing. Yeah. That's what a, I've said. Yes, as a horse. Yes. <laughs> Riding sexually when she's on top of you moving back and forth. And to me, my least favorite part of sex, because you just you just revealed something very, very important, which is you said you said when she's on top moving back and forth. Mm-hmm. And there, there you have it. You and is- that to me makes me think that you've been faced with a lot of what I call East West riders. Ah, okay. Whereas, whereas I, I, I am more privy to a north, north south. south. Yes, and, and and don't think of your don't think of your compass as like a this way, that's way. You just mean you're talking I mean, more on horizontally. A plane, on a yes, plane. on a plane, on a plane. Right. Yes. yes. The the up down rider, right? Mm-hmm. A true a true equestrian, you know, <laughs> cantering, right? That is to me the preferable riding yes. style. Versus the, you know, surfboard, surfboard, Beyonce. Surfboard, surfboard, surfboard. Yeah. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I understand that women prefer the, surf the surfboard east-west. Yes. That's fine. By all means, have at it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're getting to the point where you're grinding off my pubic hair and we're, we're it's, a, it's a fire hazard. If uh, I smell tinder, we need to. Right. Yes. Yeah. Then, then, you know, we have to draw the line because it mm-hmm. gets painful. But it's it should be hopefully a bit of a mix you know okay yeah i've always been a bit wary of the north south with her completely in control because i've had a couple accidents where the equipment has almost been broken and uh it's scary or it comes out you know maybe you know hey maybe you're drunk or maybe you're just having an okay time and it slips out and it, it might not be able to slip back in Yes. Yes. You, 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 you hit the nail on the head here. This, <laughs> this is huge because I, I, when I was, I think 24 or 25, I had a friend who I was, I was staying in her classic, you know, Montauk share house. Mm-hmm. And I was sleeping in the basement on, on a, some shitty bed. Uh, That'll and, sound really good in your memoir. Yeah. One of, yes. one of the, my buddy was in a bedroom with a, with a girl mm-hmm. and, I remember, I, I swear to God, Dylan, I was just dozing off and I heard what sounded like somebody, what you'd imagine somebody dislocating a kneecap. Oh, you heard the pop. Dude, I heard oh. the pop of his penis. And then I heard him go, oh, stop. And then he got- Like pumped. that? He didn't Dude, say it with more- He was super fucked up. And he goes, he think he goes, then I heard him go, I think I broke my dick. And she she was like, What? And then he like came out. <laughs> this is so it was so bad. It was so bad. Um, he came out and he looked at his penis and I and he told me to come over. No. And it was it was it it looked no! like an elbow, dude. It looked oh! like he had an elbow. It was it was completely bent, and there was this huge inflammation. Oh fuck! He had to go to the East Hampton Hospital <laughs> at three in the morning, and the broken cock. They they apparently this happens all the time, and the doctor was like, "You're not the first person that we've seen tonight," and 
they had to go. They, I, I hate to get graphic because let's really hear it. They go in and they sew it from the inside. Oh. So they like repair. I think they repaired his cartilage on the inside by sewing it from the inside. And dude, he had a catheter in his in his penis and a and a pee bag, you know, taped to his leg for like a week. And oh. he had, like couldn't go to work. He had to call in sick for work, and he had to be honest. I you broke know? my penis. He, he was. I think he was like I had a really bad accident with my genitals. And dude, he was more unhappy. Like after the laugh, we didn't. We we only laughed about it for like that night because he was so uncomfortable and so unhappy uh, for the, for the time that he had this catheter in, and it was just so traumatic. Like, yeah, I mean, I can imagine. That's that's every guy's biggest fear. Yeah, and and then to your point, after that. Whenever, you know, a lady was was north southing, um, I found myself holding yes. you know, to make sure she didn't exceed your got your you're a you're a glide scope for a plane yeah, as it comes back in. Is, yes. I knew my dimensions better uh-huh. than she did. So so I would hold the butt cheeks uh-huh. like, like to, to keep the top. Exactly. Plane, guide know? it. You gotta guide yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's to the, well, but I I don't know about you. I personally, it, if you're going North South, you don't have to be getting an airborne enough that your equipment leaves her garage. I don't think so. There's the rub, right? Because here's the thing, the, 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 the longer the stroke, Mm -hmm. the better it feels. Yes. If If you're just mid shafting, if you're staying in the kiddie pool, you know, fine it's gonna be okay i want full range of motion but that's when you start you know you're dancing with the devil at that point you are and i think that's that's maybe really there i heard you yeah i I would say that's maybe a relationship sex i think to be or more drunk sex that you're like uh i'm gonna roll the dice but uh, but dude, dude, I have I have one little point for you, which is this one yes. time. One time, uh, it was shortly after my friend broke his penis. I was I was with a girl that I was seeing, and uh, she got into, you know, the squat position. Um, oh yes, frog, right? frog. Me, yeah, there's there's less of a risk if she's on her knees and she's on top. Um, okay. For some reason, I just, I, I don't know why I, I find, I find that there's less risk that way. Okay. Yeah. But if she's on her feet and she's, you know, riding going around, up and down to me, that's a, that's a lot scarier. And I remember saying as she did this and I was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, hang on. Be careful. And she knew what I was worried about. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, she goes, don't worry. I played catcher on my softball team. I know what I'm doing. And for some reason, that was the most reassuring credit. It makes no sense. But also, I would have been like, okay, cool. Instantly, I felt like I was in safe hands. Fully felt safe, comfortable. Yeah, Uh, There's no chance that it's going to happen. I mean, honestly, that's kind of hot to me. I don't know why. That's the first time a girl being a catcher has been hot to me. And that right there, she's like, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. It also insinuates she's bounced like that on a lot of other dicks. And guess what? At that point, I want you to be a freaking aficionado in dick bouncing. Show Show me. me. Let me see. Okay. Because if not, I'm going to be fucking taking my phone flashlight to make sure everything's going okay. Because I'm I'm worried. Hey, just so you know uh, that the anatomy of it. What happens is there's something called uh, the two cylinders, the corpora cavernosa. Mm. One of them is ruptured, and then the tunica albuginea is filled with uh, with with blood very quickly. Yeah, wow! I wouldn't mind having a little glass of cavernosa with a can <laughs> of tunicona. Uh, you know, every once in a while, it sounds like a decent blend. That's true. Now, when when he showed you. Was it uh, already extremely bruised and like, do you remember? It was, it was, uh, I I don't really like, I don't really know how to do it. I wouldn't say it was discolored so much as it, 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 it kind of looked like 
imagine if you had a, a broken arm, but the bone didn't break through the skin. Ah. Uh. And and it was just a there was just a a very clear like bend and 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 bad trauma, and he he was really worried and and then the whole house woke up. I can't. I'm sorry. It's so funny that he thought he needed to show you to be like, hey, does this seem okay? (laughs) Because. Yeah, but but nobody else knew. And then we had one of my friends in the house uh, who's he's now married and was, was very seriously dating a, a nurse. And so she came and looked and she knew she was like, "There, that's bad. Um, and so then he got a someone brought him a jar of Smucker's jam from the refrigerator and he held that against his penis oh oh as an ice pack that's what they yeah. had they didn't have any ice or anything it was it was a shit show man there, there wow was like we were all kind of like laughing but but then he would laugh and then start crying because <laughs> he didn't he was like i don't know if i'm ever gonna be able to have kids you're right yeah, yeah 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 it's scary we it was intense but it was it was one of the stories of the year for for our group for stories sure. of his life i bet i now, when you saw it, did you think that's terrifying? Also, you've got a decent piece. No, <laughs> no. I, I, in fact, I, now I had seen his dick before, um, and he, he it, you know, is nothing to write home about. about. But with its sort of deformity, mm-hmm. I, I was like whoa this is on this looks almost unsalvageable yeah that's um i would say one of the most terrifying things ever uh the only thing i think most men can even compare at all to that is you know maybe you get your dick caught in the zipper when you're younger i don't know if you've had that happen i had it once never 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 to the point where I had to like yank. Never, you know, a full. There's something about Mary situation. I had the skin in it once. It was bad. Oh, it sounds so horrific, dude. It was real bad. Oh. I was younger, so you know, enough stem cells for it to, you know, everything's okay. There's no scarring, but uh, it was. But yeah, that's the that's the that's the north south problem. And the, so that a lot of times with me, if if she's gonna be there, I go, hey, I'm not really gonna enjoy this that much. Just go ahead, do your east to west, do some circumnavigating, and then we're gonna we're gonna switch because we're not gonna be there the entire time. Yeah. Uh, I'd I'd much rather, and also, it gives you less control, and yeah. I need control because I'm focusing the entire time on not just dumping and then looking like an idiot. You know, <laughs> I'm a sensitive boy. All right, <laughs> just dumping, dude. <laughs> all right all right i have to ask you this and yes and if this if this is too weird you can just cut it from the episode go ahead but i won't i won't say any names <clears throat> i ran i was out walking the dog before we moved to this new apartment and i i was on the street and this girl came up to me okay yeah and she was like oh my god francis you know, yada 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 yada. I am a. I know. I know. She started naming all these people that she and I knew in common, and top mm-hmm. of the list was Mister D Pal himself. That's me, uh, Dylan Paladines. And um, she was like, "I, you know, I hooked up with him, or I, maybe she said she dated. I, I don't know. I can't remember. We did and not date. She started giving me like details on the street." about you know your sex life and oh how she would like blow you and all this now keep in mind i had not said a <laughs> word not a word i was like i was kind of being like uh-huh yeah yeah i know him or whatever i but don't want to know this that's what you're <laughs> thinking <laughs> she's she's divulging uh-huh just so much information about you know you two guys and all this and i Walk. It was like five minutes of being a, a, attacked with sexual <laughs> details that I had no, I had not asked for, wow. um, and and then she, we walked away or whatever, and uh, 
I, I, I saw her like a couple more times, but it always kind of freaked me out and was weird. So I wanted to see your thoughts on that. Um, she told you she blew me. Yeah, she said, I think she said that she would, you know, she would do that. She, she was kind of like going off of, I think, things that you had said on either your podcast or Girls Gotta Eat. <clears throat> it's where- wild. We hooked up one time after one date and we never saw each other again. Um, uh-huh. We've talked via text. She um, is a nice person. I have nothing horrible to say about her. She's sweet. She's got a podcast of her own. I won't say it. But the fact that she did that uh, doesn't surprise me and is also very troubling. That she, I, I mean, we we didn't have sex. Like, that's, she said, wow. She said something about, um, she said something about how you had mentioned, like, issues that you'd had oh oh i've been very open about uh, issues getting it up issues before yeah. and then before, and yes. then she was like she she said that and then like went into crazy detail about it now i don't i don't want to like listen i don't give a fuck if <laughs> if, if, if she hears this or yeah, no, nothing bad listen enough. listen i'll say this directly to her if she somehow hears this why did you say that shit? To me? <laughs> Why did you tell me that? Well, I didn't ask for that. I didn't want it. I was so weird. The dog. It's I so was weird. on the street. That's not information that you should be sharing with people you don't know. Sounds like a manic episode. <laughs> I, 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 I was so flabbergasted by it, and I didn't know what to do with it. And and um, so I'm glad I, I asked you about it because. I, it has it's always been kind of weird to me. I didn't know why she like whether you guys had a falling out or we we did, and then we became cool again a couple months later. But I think she saw you after we became cool. I I I really don't know. I don't understand how some people would think that that's cool. And also, it's funny that for after that, you were just like. How do I casually mention to Dylan that I know he has trouble getting hard sometimes? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, because because all right, what am I supposed to like? Keep it a secret for her? This no, this no, you got to say it. This stranger, am I supposed to be like? Ah, don't worry, your your words are safe. With no, no, me. no, no, no. We're closer. You you tell me. And yeah. then, yeah, and then I tell you that I'm pretty open about it, and I've used performance enhancing drugs many times, and I'm a big fan of them. Great. So yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of friends, you know, who 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 use uh, the drugs, and uh, they say that the biggest benefit is the resiliency. That it is they they give you regenerative powers. That's that is that is the biggest. Yes. Um, to uh, allow you to go for, for multiple rounds or something. That's what that's the best part about it is that the refractory period seems to be uh, lessened. Well, I'd well, say. Still, let me ask you this. You're yes, yes, yes. Right? I'm 28. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. 28. Okay. Well, maybe it's different. What? Well, how, how, many, how many nuts do you need <laughs> at night, dude? How many nuts do you need, you fucking greedy bastard? Seriously, what, what, what one good sexual session is here's, not enough for you? I'm saying, but here's the thing: you're. I think you're at a different point, not because of your age, but because of the relationship you're in. Okay, you're yeah, in a relationship. I've been I've been here for a while, and and it was when I exactly. was exactly. So. Oh, okay. Um, usually for me, it's once. But if I feel like I didn't fully give them the Dylan Palladino package, yeah. I got to go again, especially, yeah, I get it. especially if, um, if they're new, it's much easier for me to go twice. Much, much easier. It's new. <laughs> I still don't know everything. Let's try it out. I'm excited. I don't hate you yet. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and if the girl hasn't finished, then I'm like, I need to at least try again to try and get her there so she doesn't talk shit about me to her friends. It all comes back to me. Um, and, but if 
when I was with, when I was in a relationship or, or if it's with someone that I've been with for a good amount of time, once, once is all I need. You know, I'm at the point now where I'm like, dude, let's do it. Let's have a good time. I also want to get a good amount of sleep. Yeah. I also um, have other things I want to do. I don't want to be fucking for two hours, an hour. I want to, you know, start it up. Let's get it. Three positions. You have a good time. I have a good time. Let's go. We're good. All right. Okay. Bring the vibrator in if you need it. I will say the last time there was a time in the past four months that I, um, with it, let's see, eight o'clock to, to 10 a.m. Um, in 14 hours, it was four times. That's the most I've ever done. And that was a, that was a special occasion. That's like I don't sixth grade when I discovered <laughs> masturbating. Like, I don't want that most of the time. Yeah. I want once, maybe twice if we're in Tulum. I don't fucking know. But most <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't need it a, a lot because also yeah. I'm trying to make the one time good. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'm I'm on your page for sure. But that, yeah. that's also what like, I'm not taking it to go multiple times. I'm taking it so I don't have to worry. Am I going to be able to perform? You know? Yeah. yeah that, that, I, that's why. I hear it. I hear it. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I never did it. I never tried it because I didn't want, I was very fearful that I would become reliant on it, on the drugs. I, that was why I, I was like, it felt like one of those things where once you pop, mm-hmm. you know, the fun don't stop. I, I, I just felt like, I I'd rather think, you know, things work for me. Uh, yes. And, and, yeah. And I'm not like what I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm not saying like, but like they work for, you know, the one, the once, once a night type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed more than that. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it starts to ache. There's an ache. It's a deep ache. There's an ache and, you know, I I heard you, there's an ache. I mean, my calf has cramped up before going multiple times. You know, that, 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 that sort of subtle ache in the penis. Oh yeah. It's tired. Your dick is tired. Yeah. Well, well, you'll get tired if you're using a PED because uh-huh. you'll be able to go and there'll be times when you're like, I'm not even really enjoying this, but I'm already in it. So I might as well just for my manhood, keep going. But I'm not going to lie. There have been times where I straight up couldn't feel my dick and I just went, well, what are you going to do? You know, you just, <laughs> you finish, you enjoy the company. Wow. She looks so pretty. Okay. Let's just, uh, very, it's very generous. Of keep you. going. Keep going. But yeah, I've never been that. I, I, you probably had friends that were like, yeah, bro, we fucked all night, four hours. I was always the guy that in my head thought that sounds horrible. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I don't I don't need that. You're just you're just destroying your beds, your linens, you know, your beds, your linens, you're sweating, you're sweating on each other. The paper that's required. It's, uh, you know, if you have any concerns about deforestation then then you know it's the paper intake I, you know i personally deforestation yeah that's the stuff man that's yeah yeah you can't be showering three times you're wasting all that water that's right that's exactly right. and then and then also it, it gets to the problem of especially if you're using uh well whether you're using protection or not the second or third time if you're yeah. going to be you know going down you're you're at that point, dealing with different tastes, different yeah. materials, God. you know, yeah. I, I, God, the whole room, the whole room smells like one of those. Um, I don't even know what sport this would be called, but do you remember on ESPN they used to air? It was like I, I guess it was drag racing, where there would be like two cars, mm-hmm. and then the lights would go, and then they would just go straight down the track, and then they burn. Yep. Dude, the the burning of rubber that's, that's what it smells like of burnt sexual rubber is not vile. good it's vile it's vile you can smell it you and you really smell it when you leave the room and you yeah. come back in huh, and you go it. oh man what's uh 
What is going on? Yeah, that's who let a drag race happen in here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> is it some 4D movie where they also insert smells into here? I don't. I don't really. I, I don't. I don't really need that. I guess that's why they make different lubes that smell like. I don't know. Yeah, I've mm. always thought that was. But yeah, now you're now you're into uh, a healthy. A love life that's filled with uh, actual love making and enjoying the other person, which yeah. is always nice. It and is. then, but but then after, oh, you know, it's it's it it is different. <laughs> <laughs> it is. There's no disgust after though. What I'll say is nice. Yeah, the single life there can be disgust. Right, um, dude. I got a I got a bolt. I hate cool. to say it. No uh, worries. But this was a lot of fun, man. Of course. Uh, Why don't you take us out of here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you can find Francis online at it's Francis C. Ellis, right? I think it's Francis C. C. Ellis. I just said C. Never. Yeah. What's oh, it's a typo because your middle name is a C. It is. I only meant to have one C in there. Uh, That's confusing. Well, Francis C. C. Ellis, uh, you can listen to uh, his own podcast. Oops. Oh, oh, podcast with Julio yes. Gallerati. Julio Gallerati, who I think I'll be having on as well. I want to talk about his little trip, uh, COVID. Yeah, his, his yeah. little uh, COVID trip. And uh, I hope to see you in person sometime soon and uh, safer. Maybe we'll both be vaccinated. Who the fuck knows? It was a blast. Awesome. It was so much fun, terrible. man. Thanks for Thank you. I loved me, it. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk yeah. to you soon, right? All right. You got it. Later. See ya.